Thank you for downloading this episode of the 155 Podcast, the public records interview series of all candidates in Hamilton's 2018 municipal election. For more election coverage, visit thepublicrecord.ca where you can sign up for our City Hall newsletter. Episode 94, Rod Douglas, running for City Councilor in Ward 4, recorded on September 9th, 2018. Rod Douglas, you're running for City Councilor in Ward 4. Welcome to the Public Records, the 155 podcast. Thank you, Joey. Firstly, tell us, who is Rod Douglas? Joey, Rod Douglas is someone who likes new challenges. I'm a take-the-bull-by-the-horns-and-fix-it type guy. As you can tell, Joey, I'm not educated in poli-sci. I don't speak with political words because I come from a background in manufacturing where short sentence and friendly banter is really all that's necessary to get the job done. It is funny how life works. I was very active in sports, loved my job as a welder. Then one day I was injured at work and everything stopped. Repetitive physical labor and sports were no longer in my wheelhouse. So off to college I went at age 46, enrolled in a mechanical engineering design program, then only to find I have a cognitive learning disability. The outcome, I graduated. The point is choices. Never give up. Look for different avenues to make your life what you want it to be. Why are you running? Joey, I couldn't give Sam a free pass. I found, Joey, the more I went to ward meetings, I became frustrated, uh, voicing our opinions in the, for the community. We as a community have some serious issues with the north end of the ward, which I reside in, and which may also be affecting Ward 3. And these issues need to be addressed. A lot of the residents in the north end feel abandoned by representation. The ward needs to be advocated as a whole, not two-thirds. Honestly, Joey, I thought about it for a while. Due to my temperament and filters, anyone that knows me knows I'm blunt and to the point. However, people encourage me to take this opportunity to learn from it. Sam and I have had a debate on September 5th, which will be airing this month on Cable 14. Joey, I was nervous wreck. During the debate, I realized I was way out of my lead, not because of what I want to accomplish for the ward, but my lack of speaking skills were evident and my thoughts became jumbled. That to me was a fail. But as we're taught as children, we fall off the bike, we get back up and ride. How have you contributed to your community and our city? Joey, my son and I have bought a home here in Hamilton. This has been our home for seven years. Before that, 20 years in Mississauga, in an apartment building, where as a single parent raising my son, I volunteered coaching hockey and baseball. At one point, I juggled all of it while attending adult education and fulfilling an employment responsibilities. And just like Mississauga, I started involved more with the neighborhood by helping the older generation shovel, plow, repair equipment, and repairs to their houses. It was in April 2017 I started getting more active in our community, advocating against the noise, the flooding, smell, and LRT. The first three I mentioned are quality of life issues, and constantly having to deal with them has people in our area of the community fed up, frustrated, and angry. Running for counselor is the biggest step I am taking to contribute. What are your two priorities for Ward 4 and two priorities for Hamilton as a whole? Good question, Joy. The ward and the city have many problems. Air pollution, noise pollution, drugs, violence, guns, bad roads, vehicle break-ins, vandalism, and the list goes on. These problems have not just infiltrated overnight, but been allowed to slowly grow and fester throughout the wards and the city. I overheard a group of candidates talking about their wives afraid to venture out to certain parts of their wards, and for that matter, the city. The question is, how do we start cleaning it up? What takes priority? Year after year, we add more police, and it doesn't solve anything. 
addressing the noise issue in the north end and bad roads in the ward is what influenced me to run. For the city, make new laws, ban handguns, and put a strong penalty behind it. Invest more in people, add more addiction centers, find out what their skills are, and train them for a chance to secure a job that will contribute to society. Solving addiction problems will only reduce problems in the ward. What are three skills that you will bring to elected office that make you the best choice to represent Hamiltonians on City Council? As stated before, Joy, my background in manufacturing and management brings many skills, awareness, analytical thinking, and problem solving. The city is a big business which employs many in various departments. Just like manufacturing plant, it has to flow to get product completed. Awareness, what is damaged, will affect the flow and safety. If people don't do their jobs within the city structure properly, it will affect the flow. Example, Parkdale Road, which was just completed a year ago, it does not drain into the storm drains properly because some drains are higher than the road. It pools on the road where drivers plow through, cars may stop, start hydroplaning, may cause accidents, and court battles will be in, in, inevitable. We need to hold people who do these jobs accountable. Joey, I don't think anyone is better than the next person. We all possess different skills. The incoming council will, is going to be made up of four newcomers and some guaranteed changes for other wards. How the old crew works with the new crew, or even a total new council, will be a big team challenge to improve the city. Hamilton zoning regulations prevent the building of multi-unit clustered housing, which is in scale with existing single-family housing, commonly referred to as the missing middle. There are approximately 100,000 Hamiltonians in their 20s and approximately 140,000 Hamiltonians over the age of 65. The missing middle is medium-density, transit-connected housing in walkable communities, as important to young renters, first-time owners, and critical for seniors seeking to successfully age in place in the communities they've lived for decades. As a member of City Council, you will need to address housing challenges in Hamilton. You will face opposition to infill development and provincially mandated intensification. How will you respond to concerns about development, and where do you believe mid-density growth should occur in your ward? Joy, in the 70s, going to school, we walked to elementary school four blocks, which was not far at all. However, middle school and high school were 15- and 30-minute bus rides. You would look out the window and marvel at the huge houses and property. We didn't have that kind of housing issues like we do today. It was build away. Right now, we've got a huge boost in Hamilton, and it's affecting how the young people are going to afford a mortgage in the first place. And the older generation, they're going to be paying a lot more taxes on it now. So if we look at those issues, the huge Roxbury development in the Word is a massive example of mixed housing and will be a benefit to everyone who lives there. The biggest key is respect. We have to instill in people living in these types of accommodation, keep things clean, respect the property you're living in and the people around you. I would investigate putting something like this on the land at the end of Rennie Street, incorporating the trail, great for seniors walking, biking to the lake with the family, and is within walking distance to Woodward and Barton to access transit. Joy, if the land is available, utilize it. What is something interesting or unique about Ward 4 that you believe the rest of Hamilton should know? Joy, I found Ottawa Street has a lot of cool, unique antique stores and small, intimate restaurants. For people that like to walk or jog or bike, there's the Red Hill Valley. The biggest one, access to QEW and Red Hill Valley, was one of the reasons I moved here. What are two changes you will propose to improve city services? Joey, before we can improve city services, we need to look for efficiencies. 
People in office, council, and management have become too complacent. We need to hold everyone who receives their paycheck from tax dollars accountable. Contracts for services are on time and within budget. Hold companies accountable for their workmanship. Transit LRT is the hottest issue. Taking 1.3 and investing it in an LRT that only is beneficial to a designated core is wrong. It should be spread throughout Hamilton. I know we just had an increase in transit, and again, they went the wrong way. They should have reduced the fees for ridership. The routes are the same, so the fuel cost is the same. Transit planners, in my opinion, don't understand the concept that the more butts in the seats, the better it is for transit. What are two changes you will propose to improve quality of life in Hamilton? Joey, quality of life covers so many areas. Again, efficiency starting City Hall down. Invest in programs for skilled trades for the young and the low-income earners so that they have an opportunity for better-paying jobs. Social housing needs to be addressed. The federal government allowed an influx of new people into the city, which is causing housing problems. People that have been on the list for social housing are now being bumped, and they are screaming foul. There are many on social assistance and social housing that truly need it, and those people should be helped and looked after. There are some that abuse the system and should be ousted from the program offered. Social housing itself is in turmoil. It has no money to keep up with social housing problems. If managers and city officials can't follow the procedure, get rid of social housing altogether. What are we doing to combine the new people into communities? Why are we not looking at the 462 abandoned houses across the city, let companies buy them up, release the red tape to have them remodeled, leveled or, and rebuilt and sold for affordable housing. I, along with many constituents, believe that the city should not own property or business, just govern the city. Our bylaw enforcement is dysfunctional. It has the power and the authority, but chooses not to enforce the rules on property owners that curbside, owners that don't take care of their property or have cars in the front yard, or weeds four feet high. We have created a society that thinks they are entitled. Hamilton City Council decided against ranked balloting. Ranked balloting enables voters to choose by prioritizing candidates, such as the top three, they feel qualified for public office and best able to represent them. What is your position on ranked ballots? Joy, first our electoral system of voting is archaic. We have technology that should be utilized to improve, educate, make accessible, and simpler for everybody. In a democratic system, everyone needs to be represented. If that happens with ranked balloting, I'm all for it. I think a referendum should be considered on this issue, as well as the LRT for that matter. Put it on the ballot for this election. There's time. How will you improve civic governance and engagement during the next four years? This is really important, Joy. I've been looking at previous ward elections, and I see that maybe one-third of the voters list turned out to vote in the last election in Ward 4. I feel that municipal elections are just as important as provincial and federal. It's your property, your taxes, your backyard. I am baffled at that number of one-third. We need better tools, and council needs to discuss this problem and advertise the importance of being engaged. Go to schools and speak of the importance of your government. My quarter ward meetings will be more engaging instead of telling people what we have done to more of what are your concerns and how can we fix them together. How will the City of Hamilton's strategic plan guide your decision-making in hiring a new city manager, and what qualities do you seek in a new city manager? For this position, I feel that someone from outside who has no ties to council 
or leaders should be the biggest priority. Working in the manufacturing sector, Joy, you would often see people from a head of a department promoted to oversee everything. And within weeks, favoritism starts. Problems will arise in departments. Department's morale starts to deplete. I believe the candidate should be positive, open, honest, a good listener, and a not a wavering leader. I would prefer to see a woman in this position, as in my opinion, women at this level are more professional and tend to reach goals faster. Politics is the art of allocating limited resources and compromising to find solutions. How will you do so? I find this, Joey, no different than managing your house, just a way bigger scale. You need to analyze the situation, explore option, and decide which is more important at the time. Let's say you need a roof and your wife wants the kitchen renovated. After the fight in the roses, she sees your point of view that the roof is more important because it's the first defense against water damage. It's 2022. The public record is writing a review of the four-year council term that is just ending. What three words do you hope we will use to describe your term on council? And what three words do you hope will describe council as a whole? Well, Joy, I imagine if elected, I'll be seeing a lot of you. I would hope you would say, not bad, rookie. As a whole, for the council, beyond our expectations. Thank you. That's the end of the prepared questions you were sent in advance. Do you have any closing remarks you wish to share? I would like to take this opportunity to thank you, Joy, for having me as part of the 155 and for your hard work you have invested in this project. I would also like to thank my son, Randy, for his help delivering my campaign postcards. And finally, neighbors and friends that supported me and helped me with sponsorship to run. People, take the time. Get out and vote. It's your ward that is connected to other wards that make your Hamilton City. Thank you for joining us today. I wish to thank the central branch of the Hamilton Public Library for the use of the sound studio where we recorded this podcast. This has been episode 94 of the Public Records The 155 podcast. The Public Record is Hamilton's local, independent, reader-funded news outlet. This podcast is made possible by members of the Public Records Press Club. Visit thepublicrecord.ca to learn more and listen to all episodes of the 155 podcast. Sign up for our newsletter and stay informed. The Public Record is a member of the National News Media Council, a voluntary self-regulatory organization that deals with journalistic practices and ethical behavior. To learn more about the Media Council, visit the Media Council at mediacouncil.ca. Thank you for listening. See you at the polls on October 22nd.